Good morning again, everyone. It's time to get in the zone with Bartow Sports Zone, a Black Friday edition of your source for local coach interviews and local sports news information and local sports talk. I'm your host, Charles Wilson. I'll be joined today by members of the Bartow Sports Zone Bitch Warmers. I know Alan Sanders is here. We expect to hear from Brad Stevens and Jackson Hyde a little later on this morning. On today's show, We'll visit with head coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. He'll be on a little later this morning prior to the Hurricanes' big quarterfinal matchup tonight at Lineman Stadium in the Class 5A state playoffs. Cartersville taking on the Coffee Trojans this evening. We'll have all that coverage for you right here on WBHF. And uh, we'll also take a look at the state's playoff action across the state, update some local winter sports, discuss this weekend's college football slate, and a whole lot more. So we hope you'll stick around this morning for the next couple of hours. We're glad you have joined us, and we remind you that we're brought to you by All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Asher Realty, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, Iworks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three Way Campers. Well, uh, let's not uh, waste too much more time and uh, let's get started. But as we get started this morning, Happy Black Friday, Alan. Jump in here with us for just a moment. Tell us a little bit about your Thanksgiving yesterday. Thanksgiving was uh, a little smaller than normal. Uh, the girls, as you know, as your kids start getting older, they have their own relationships, and sometimes you have to split where someone's going. So uh, it was a little smaller at my mom's house, but uh, my brother, my wife and I, and my oldest daughter and her fiancé, we were able to hang out with my mom for about three hours, and it was a lot of fun just enjoying a great Thanksgiving feast. Outstanding. Well, of course, we've uh, we've kind of extended our Thanksgiving because now we we host the Wilson side of the family at our house the weekend before Thanksgiving. So it frees us up to drive down here to Columbus, coming to you this morning via Zoom from Columbus, Georgia, to where we visit with the uh, our son and his wife and our little grandson. So uh, we're down in Columbus this well this weekend. Uh, enjoying Thanksgiving. We had a big meal with their family uh, yesterday, so uh, we've had a great week as well. Jackson, what about you? I'm sure the Hyde family, uh, that troop, has uh, eaten well at Thanksgiving. Uh, Absolutely. Blessed with uh, several good cooks. You can tell by looking at me. (laughs) Good cooks in our family and uh, had an excellent, easygoing, wonderful Thanksgiving. Enjoyed it. Absolutely. Well, Glad everybody's here this morning. I want to start out by talking a little bit about the Elite Athletes of the Month for November. We've actually not released that uh, write-up yet. It'll come out a little later on uh, in the weekend, but each month, Bartow Sports Zone, in conjunction with WBHF and Elite Stone Supply, honors an Elite Athlete of the Month for each of the schools. And this morning, we want to tell you a little bit about the selections for the month of November. At Cass High School, it's Michaela Jackson a senior basketball player and a team captain. She's the team's second leading scorer at this point as the Lady Colonels are off to a 3-0 and start. We'll talk a little bit more 
about basketball a little bit later on. She's on the student leadership team and has a 4.0 GPA, and she's the daughter of the head coach, Burt Jackson. So congratulations to her. At Cartersville High, the selection this month is Malachi Vosberg. He's a junior cross-country runner and had an outstanding season for the Hurricanes. He's also a distance runner on the track team. He's a Beta Club member and has a 3.85 GPA. At Woodland High School, it's Quadris Wilson. We've got to cover Quadris quite a bit with football this fall. He's a junior defensive lineman on the football team, a wrestling champion, and a catcher on the Wildcats baseball team. He was recently selected first-team all-region in football, high expectations, and already won invitational title in wrestling. So uh, congratulations to Quadris. And at Adairsville High, it's Sadie Abernathy. She's a sophomore back spotter for the competition cheerleading team. She's also a member of the Tigers track and field team, and she's a, also a Beta Club member and has a 3.8 GPA taking honors and advanced placement courses. Jackson, uh, it's it's a privilege to get to recognize some of these athletes each month. Absolutely, Charles. And, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's good to see some of the um, – you know, we we've concentrated on football for the most part this fall, but uh, I've I've noticed uh, a couple different times this year that, that that competition cheer. Those are some very athletic young ladies. Uh, very impressed with the work that they put in. Uh, so it's nice to see uh, one of those ladies getting honored. And of course, Quadris Wilson's is, is good. Kids that come, good athlete. Uh, nice to see him get honored there as well. Yeah, and basketball getting started at Cass, so they recognize Michaela Jackson. And then across country, a really good year for both Woodland and Cartersville's cross-country teams. And Malachi Vosberg had a top-notch year for the Hurricanes. So uh, you mentioned the cheerleading teams. I think every one of our local teams uh, advanced pretty deep uh, into the state playoffs this time and all had a high level of success. So congratulations to each of them. Don't forget, we'll have high school football coming up a little later on this evening. Pre-game coverage will begin at 6 p.m. as the Purple Hurricanes will host the Coffee Trojans. We'll have all the coverage for you right here on WBHF with pregame at 6, kickoff at 7.30. Time for our first break of the morning, and we'll be back with more of Bartow Sports Zone. What separates Styles Auto Care from others? Hey folks, Frankie Johnson here from Styles Auto Care. If you look past the fact that no other auto repair facility provides the different services that we offer at Styles, it's our people. As soon as you walk through the front door, you see a difference. A warm, comfortable family atmosphere where a mom and her children are comfortable. Friendly faces that greet you with a smile. Knowledgeable staff that truly listen to your concern. Styles Auto Care at 1261 West Avenue, where you'll always be treated as family. At Schottenkirk Honda of Cartersville on Main Street, we not only have all the new models like the Civic, Accord, Pilot, Passport, and CRV, but Schottenkirk also has the Electrified Insight, Accord Hybrid, and Clarity plug-in. Schottenkirk has a large certified pre-owned inventory, and our award-winning staff can match your needs and budget with ease. We have the new Ridgeline pickup and the Odyssey minivan, too, so give us a shot at Schottenkirk Honda online at Honda of cartersville.com good morning friends welcome back to Bartow sports zone on this black friday edition 
We were talking about the elite athletes of the month back in that first segment this morning. I also want to fe- um, mention one of the other features on BartowSportsZone.com. It's our weekly Athletes Beyond Bartow report. This time of year, there's usually a report on Trevor Lawrence's performance with the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, of course, they were on a bye week this past week. But it also includes updates on many of the other collegiate athletes around the country. This past week, for example, there was 31 different local athletes from Bartow County in soccer and football, swimming, wrestling, basketball. So check it out when you get a chance. Go to BartowSportsZone.com and look up Athletes Beyond Bartow uh, each week on the BartowSportsZone.com website. I think you'll enjoy keeping up with our local athletes as they compete around the country in a wide variety of sports. We've got some high school football playoffs coming up tonight. And Jackson, uh, you and I will start with the largest classification, Class 7A, and there's one team missing now that – we expected to maybe still be around. Yes, Charles, you're exactly right. Uh, the Buford uh, Wolves fell to the hands of the Walton Raiders, if I remember correctly, last That's Friday right. night. Um, a very su- a surprising game. Uh, Buford was assumed the uh, probably the best team in the in the state as far as football ranked nationally in the top five in a couple of publications. So uh, very surprising. The quarterback, and I'm not going to do him justice by trying to pronounce his last name. I've tried it all week. Uh, for <laughs> Walton, had a really good week, uh, a really good night. I think it was around 350 yards and several touchdowns. So, yes, uh, probably the biggest surprise of, of last weekend, in my opinion. Well, now the Raiders have to travel to Carrollton and take on the Carrollton Trojans, uh, where Carrollton is a seven-point favorite. That's an interesting matchup tonight. Absolutely. Uh, I read a little article of two of the two of the, the two top quarterbacks in 7A will be facing off there uh, tonight. One has more touchdowns. I think uh, the, the Lewis, the freshman at Carrollton, has a few more touchdowns than Hecklin Sinke, I believe is there a. There you go. You did it. At Walton. Um he has more yards, and Lewis has more touchdowns. But those are the top two quarterbacks in 7A. So, yes, that'll be an exciting game. Uh, the weather may play a factor in that. It's still going to be an exciting game. The other matchup on that side of the bracket is Colquitt County, a traditional power in whatever classification they're placed in. They'll be taking on North Gwinnett tonight, and they're a big favorite. They have Colquitt County as an 18-point favorite over North Gwinnett. Yep. I uh, – North Cornette's kind of flown under the radar all, all year. Uh, uh, Colquitt County, obviously, from traditional here in the past 10, 15 years or so, have been an outstanding team. Uh, probably going to be a closer game than, than the computers are giving it credit for. The other side of the bracket, Mill Creek, is really uh, – they have really been uh, putting on a show offensively. They put a hurt on North Cobb last week. Uh, they'll be taking on Westlake, and Mill Creek is a 16-point favorite. So that's pretty big numbers for this deep in the playoffs. Yeah, sure is. Uh, a little surprised in the North Cobb outcome last week. I thought that would be a, a close ball game. Uh, but Mill Creek kind of put that one away fairly early, if I, if I remember reading correctly. The other matchup. Rounding out Class 7A, Milton taking on Grayson tonight. And we know how good Grayson has been over the years. But Milton is a seven-point favorite. Uh, yep. Uh, again, two two teams we we tend to talk about this time of year. Uh, tend to make decent runs. Uh, 
again, that's another one I see being a lot closer ball game than the seven point spread. I think that's a that's a, a two or three point ball game in my opinion. Those are two well coached football teams there. We won't have time to get through all of the classifications, but let's kind of zero in on Class 5A. That's the one that includes the Purple Hurricanes tonight. They're at home as they take on the Coffee Trojans. Cartersville in as an eight-point favorite. Uh, and talking to some Cartersville coaches earlier in the week, uh, after looking on film, they're, 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 they know they're in for a battle. This is going to be uh, one heck of a ball game, just like we, we have come to expect at Wyman Stadium at this time of year, there's always a good team rolling in and um, excited. I'm gonna I'm gonna bundle up, put my raincoat on, and go 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 watch that one tonight. The winner of Cartersville and Coffee gets the winner of Creekside and Warner Robins. Creekside has been on a roll this year. They're a number one seed. Warner Robins is a two seed, and the Seminoles are a 13 point favorite over Warner Robins. And. <clears throat> I have seen Creekside in person. Uh, they are a humongous football team. That is a very, very large group of, of young men. And uh, it'd be hard to argue with that spread. Why I know not hardly anything about Warner Robins other than what I've read. Uh, just the eye test, I would, I would have to go with Creekside in that one. The other side of the bracket, Dutchtown and Mays. And uh, Dutchtown, a 10-point favorite over the team that knocked the Cass Colonels out last week. Yep, it's uh, a uh, an interesting matchup. I've watched a little bit of Dutchtown on film and was uh, impressed with their ability. They're a, a one-loss football team that uh, is well-coached and really doesn't look to have any weaknesses in any any phase of the game and they're kind of the ones that's not being talked about much of the big ones that's left so it'd be interesting to see um after playing the colonels playing maze and getting to watch that game last week be interesting to see how that game comes out i would i would imagine dutchtown obviously being a favorite and expect dutchtown to win the ball game and uh maybe surprise somebody next week that'd be interesting to watch and the final game in that 5a bracket is where county hosting Calhoun tonight and Ware County, a 21-point favorite over the Yellow Jackets. Well, and my apologies to the our, some of our listeners that may be Calhoun fans or from Cal, the Calhoun area. I have kind of picked against Calhoun the past two weeks, and I'm not going to do that anymore. Uh, <laughs> they seem to find the past two weeks they've seemed to be underdogs or similar close to underdogs or uh, and have found a way to win and win fairly convincingly. So I'm uh, – I'm, I'm being. That'd be a fun game to go see. If it wasn't 340 miles, that might be one that was on my radar. But <laughs> that's a good trip down to where camp. Alan Sanders asked, uh, "Which team do the Hurricanes wish to win? If they can win, so they get a home game, it would be Warner Robins. They would host Warner Robins. If Creekside were to win and Cartersville won, then Cartersville would have to travel down to uh, the south side of Atlanta and take on." the Creekside Seminoles. High school football coverage coming up later on this evening. We'll begin our coverage at 6 p.m. with the countdown to kickoff, and then all the gang will have the play-by-play coverage starting at 7.30 from Weinman Stadium. We hope you'll bundle up, take your radio with you or your phone. You can listen with the TuneIn app on your phone at the stadium and uh, keep up with all the action and all the insight that we have from the studio and from our play-by-play crew from Weinman Stadium. 
Hope you'll join us a little later on this evening. When we come back after this news break, we'll have Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes. So please stick around. Stay with us for more of Bartow Sports Zone. Wilson Pools has been your swimming pool expert for 55 years. Same name, three generations of the same family. This is Lee. Come by and see us at 109 South Dixie Avenue in Cartersville, the blue beach house with the bright yellow door. Or call us at 770-386-3324 for all your swimming pool needs. Free water testing, weekly service, construction repair. We make swimming easy. So WilsonPools.com, Wilson Pools on Facebook. Hey folks, this is Sean with St. Angelo's Pizza next to Lake Point Sports in Emerson. So who's ready for some football, high school, college, and pro? You name it, we can't wait. So to celebrate, we're cooking up some great pizza deals all season long. Look us up on Facebook for all of our food and drink specials. And don't forget us when it's time to book that office holiday party or get together. For more information, find us at stangelos.com on the web or call us at 678-719-0495. St. Angelo's Pizza, Old Alatoona Road next to Lake Point Station and Lake Point Sports. Let's go. Give me fuel, give me fire, give me that which I desire. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson here from uh, this morning on the Zoom Connection from Columbus, Georgia. I'm joined by Jackson Hyde on the Zoom Connection and Alan Sanders back in our WBHF studios. And now we welcome in the head coach of the 11-1 and Cartersville Purple Hurricanes, Coach Connor Foster. Good morning, Coach. Good morning. Thank you guys for having me. Yes, sir. Very glad to have you this morning. Welcome back to the zone and a Black Friday edition of Bartow Sports Zone on WBHF. We appreciate your time again, and I know our local football fans appreciate it. We'll start out with the obvious. Uh, how did you get out of Black Friday shopping this morning? Oh, it was good. Good to be working. Um, you know, always a blessing to be uh, practicing this week at Thanksgiving. Great opportunity to spend a lot of extra time with our kids and our coaches. And um, just just very blessed again to be playing again here at, at Wyman Stadium and happy to be working. Coach, by my count, the Canes are in their 13th state quarterfinal since 1991 and in the quarterfinals for the 17th time in school history. Uh, you can correct me if those numbers are wrong. The Hurricanes fell in the second round last year, but with this year's playoff success, you've now reached the quarterfinals for the eighth time in the last 11 seasons with three of the school's four state championships sprinkled in during that stretch, that period. This truly is the golden era of Cartersville High School football history. Well, I hope there's many good years to come. You know, um, just um, so blessed to be a part of this this very special program, this community, and a lot, a lot of a lot of great work that was done before us. And, you know, who we are now is a reflection of all those great teams um, that we all grew up watching and emulating. And, um, you know, we're all working to leave our mark on the program, and this group has done a tremendous job. Coach, let's uh, reflect back briefly on last week's second-round win, 37-14 to 14 at Cambridge down in Milton. Uh, it sounds like your offensive and defensive lines were – slowly able to just take control of the line of scrimmage in that victory. Yeah, I thought, um, you know, especially up front with our offensive line, um, you know, there was there was a lot of talk about their offensive line. I think our guys went into the game with a little bit of a chip on their shoulder and, um, you know, really, really controlled the game from, from, the, uh, from the outset. And 
thought they got better as the game went on. And, you know, defensively, uh, we just kind of hung in there early. They were huge up front and running back ran really hard. And we gave up some yards, but didn't give up very many explosive plays. And, uh, you know, we were just able to kind of bend but not break and, and able to, to create some turnovers down the stretch. And that was that was big for us. Jackson, jump in here and let's talk about last week's game. Yeah, <clears throat> Coach, uh, obviously – Paul Gamble is a is an excellent quarterback, but uh, I'll let you expand on his game last week. I, I'm just looking at the numbers; looks to me like probably his most efficient game of the year. Would you say that'd be correct? Yeah, I mean, you know, we we talk a lot about you know hit, hitting our shots when we get our chances, and um, you know we we did a great job with that. And we we could have thrown the ball a little bit more down the stretch, but you get a lead, and you're trying to grind the game out, but. You know, credit to Paul and our receivers for staying ready, for making big plays and big moments and keeping drives alive and, um, you know, being efficient. Like I said, you know, making people make some choices. Of, are they going to load the box and try to stop the run? If so, then we got to win some one-on-one matchups, and we did a good job with that last week. Yeah, I'd say uh, if Go the quarterback goes seven for eight uh, with two touchdowns, that's as, about as efficient as you can get, and I think he ran for a little over 100 yards as well. So that's, that's a great night by Paul. Yeah, great night. He's, he's just gotten better every week and gotten healthy. You know, that's, that's the thing. You know, he's, he's gotten healthy and playing really good football right now. So, um, you know, we're happy for him. And, um, you know, he's been a tremendous leader. Coach, it was obviously another uh, really good performance by your defense. Cambridge entered that game with 1,200-yard rusher Christian Isabor. Uh, yeah, he scored a couple of touchdowns. But your defense kept the Bears off the scoreboard in the first quarter and helped build a 30-7 to halftime lead. Just another really strong performance by that side of the ball. Yeah, like I said, I mean, we, we gave up some yards, but we didn't give up the big one. And um, they were a really big physical bunch and running back ran really hard. And, you know, we uh, credit credit to our guys for, you know, hanging in there and making some adjustments. You know, we tried to throw some different looks at them, uh, which I think slowed them down at times. And, you know, we just kept making them huddle up and then we'd find a way to, to create a negative play or create a turnover and, um, you know, credit to our, our back end for getting them down a few times and our front end for making some adjustments in game. That was big. And another big night for Malachi Jeffries, 145 yards on the ground, two scores, and he caught a screen pass for a long touchdown. Yeah, I think that part of his game is probably a little bit underrated. Uh, it really catches the ball well out of the backfield. And, you know, he's a threat, um, you know, in, in running and receiving. He's also tremendous, um, you know, in pass protection. And he's just a great all-around back, just a, a great young man, a great reflection of our program. Uh, works every day with a humble heart, loves his offensive line, and, um, you know, just fun to be around. We hope we get a couple more weeks with him. Absolutely. And we'll have it all the coverage for you tonight here on WBHF. Countdown to kickoff will begin at 6 p.m. from Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue right there across from Weinman Stadium. You can uh, join the crew over there for a little pregame meal, and then kickoff will be tonight at 7.30 from Weinman Stadium as the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes move into the Class 5A state quarterfinals tonight to host the Coffee Trojans. It's uh, looking forward to a big matchup, and we'll talk a lot more about the matchup between the Canes and the Trojans uh, when we come back to Bartow Sports Zone. Hi, 
Hi, this is Ivy Jordan at Latitude Blue. My husband Trey and I invite you to visit our retail location located at 1 West Church Street. Our fully stocked retail store is a perfect partner for the do-it-yourselfer. We carry ledge lounger, lazy buns, and many other premium floats and toys for everyone. And yes, we have chlorine tabs and super shock it in stock. Please visit us today at Latitude Blue, downtown underneath the Church Street Bridge near the water fountain. And don't forget your water sample. Find us on Facebook and Instagram, Latitude Blue, bringing families together one backyard at a time. For more than a decade, Hydro Pro Wash has been the experts in soft washing and exterior cleaning for your home and business. Trust Hydro Pro Wash to provide guaranteed quality service at a fair price. Cleaning building exteriors, roofing, driveways, decks, windows, and more. And always using environmentally friendly detergents that are safe for your landscaping. Call 678-764-3553. Find Hydro Pro Wash on Facebook. Facebook or go to mypressurewashingpro.com. Hey friends, good morning. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We're visiting with Coach Connor Foster of the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes. They host the Coffee Trojans tonight in the quarterfinal round of the Class 5A state playoffs. Coffee comes in at 10 and 2 on the year. The Trojans are the number two seed out of Region 1-5A. They come into Weinman Stadium tonight as the number six ranked team in Class 5A. The Trojans are in the quarterfinals for the sixth time in the last seven seasons. They were in the finals in 2017. So, Coach Foster, this sounds like a playoff experience group coming into Weinman tonight. Yeah, no doubt. Um, great, uh, Great history there, great tradition. There in Coffee County, tremendous respect for them. And, um, you know, we, we matched up against them just a couple of years ago. So, uh, familiar in some ways. They got a new coaching staff, but it's still Coffee County football. They're, they're big, they're physical, they're really athletic. So, uh, you know, they, they got a really good team. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up. You squared off with Coffee in the state semifinals in your second year as head coach uh, back in 2020. What stands out in your memories about that game? Uh, just what I said earlier, just, just um, you know, they brought a big crowd and, uh, you know, great, great tradition and really, really prideful uh, program as they should be. And, um, you know, like I said, their kids are so big, thick and athletic and um, just really strong and physical, uh, typical of playing the South Georgia team. So, um, you know, our, our kids understand the challenges out ahead of them. Coffee's changed coaching staff since that 2020 matchup. You've had a chance to look at them on tape now. How are the Trojans similar to that 2020 team? And, and what's going to be different for fans that may remember that game from two years ago? Uh, similar, you know, they're, they're run heavy, you know, big offensive line, really big offensive line, stout defense. Um, you know, it, it, looks, it, it looks very similar, um, you know, which I think credit to the new staff for coming in and, um, you know, figuring out what their kids do well, what they're comfortable with, and, you know, that's a huge part of, of coaching. It's not necessarily about what you want to do. It's what you can do. And uh, they've done a good job of kind of figuring out their team as the season go- has gone on. And like I said, it, it'll look very familiar in a lot of ways. Um, you know, a heavy run game and great defense and very sound on special teams. Jackson, your turn. Well, <clears throat> just to, you know, kind of reiterate there with, with Coffee County, looking at their game from last week, they had uh, – one running back just a couple yards short of 200, another one at 127 yards. So, um, will you will you do anything different defensively? Will you 
what they load the box or that type of thing? Or will you just do what you do and, and go from there? Uh, I mean, you know, we will, um, we'll mix it up. I mean, that's, that's who we are. We, we won't try to not let anybody get comfortable with what we do and uh, try to throw some different looks at them, some different fronts. But, um, you know, at the end of the day, you know, you, you gotta, you gotta run what, what got you here. You know, I think there's, there's, um, you know, you got to have kind of kind of one in the hole and have a change up in your back pocket, um, you know, and be able to throw some different looks at them, not let anybody get comfortable. But at the same time, you got to let the kids play fast. Um, you know, you don't want to create confusion on your end, um, you know, and your kids be hesitating, especially playing a, a quality opponent like this. So play fast, mix your looks up, um, and let our kids play, play free, free and comfortable. Three really good running backs, Antoine McDuffie, Fred Brown, who is a junior, McDuffie's a senior, and Woodgett, Tyrese Woodgett, a sophomore, uh, all of them with 700 yards or more, and um, McDuffie at about 1,100 yards rushing, 17 touchdowns this season. Heavy running attack, but uh, we were talking during the one of the commercial breaks, Maurice Hensley, or Hensley, uh, the 5'11", 180-pound junior quarterback, uh, he, he handles it pretty well back there as well. Yeah, uh, you know he's he's a dynamic runner himself. Um, you know he's he's made some big plays for him uh, this year in the run game, and um, you know, and in the passing game as well. So he's he's got to be accounted for. Uh, you know, I think when he's playing uh, really well, they're at their best. Um, you know, because he creates a, a little different, um, little different gear back there. Quarterback can really run, and then is able to uh, take the top off. Got a strong arm and got some speed out there on the perimeter. So um, you know, have to be accounted for every play. Yeah, he's thrown for over 1,300 yards, 12 touchdowns, completing about two out of every three passes he throws. So this is a high-quality quarterback you're facing. Let's quickly squeeze in the defenders. Larry Daniel, a senior linebacker, wears number four. 24 is Caprice Morgan, a sophomore linebacker. And number six, Joachim, or Joachim Williams, a senior defensive back. That's been their top uh, tackler. So those three young men are getting to the football. Yeah, they they uh, they're big and physical up front. They rally to the ball, um, you know, not not overly complex, but just really physical, really sound. Um, you know, they try to control the box with their their front four, and um, you know, give you some different looks on the back end. You know, they're kind of a four two five and spend some different safeties and, and, and do some different things that maybe we haven't seen. So, um, you know, we'll have to take what they give us and, and figure that piece out and figure out where we can get some shots off as well. Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes, you got 30 seconds, Coach. What's your message tonight to your fans coming out to Weinman Stadium? Oh, thank you. Thank you for all your support all year. Um, you know, I know we're going to have a big crowd tonight. We need every, everybody here. We need our whole community, um, you know, rallying behind these young men and, and the band and the student trainers and cheerleaders and everybody associated with our program. I'm just so grateful for this great crowd. We know they're going to have a big impact tonight. Show up early and cheer on these Canes. Good luck, Coach. Yes, sir. Thank you. Go Canes. Coach Connor Foster of the Purple Hurricanes. Prepared with dough that's made daily and always the freshest ingredients, Johnny's New York Style Pizza is your family-friendly spot in Cartersville for pizza, a fresh salad, wings, a New York Style sub, or your favorite pasta dish. Johnny's has plenty of daily lunch specials, too. Visit johnnyspizza.com to order online for pickup or visit soon at 244 North Dixie Avenue. Brick oven baked, fresh, and authentic, Johnny's New York Style Pizza. We're all pizza people. 
Accidents will happen, but when the unfortunate happens to you, let First Class Collision Center be your partner in repairs. First Class provides quality auto body and interior repair while working with all insurance companies and maintaining a Google five-star customer rating. Call First Class at 770-755-2200 to schedule your free no-obligation estimate today. Our shop now handles big truck repairs too. First Class Collision Center, because it has to be perfect. Happy Thanksgiving, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone, a Black Friday edition of Bartow Sports Zone, brought to you by All-Star Roofing, Styles Auto Care, Derek Strange of Edward Jones, Wilson Pools, Asher Realty, St. Angelo's Pizza at Lake Point Station, Rents for Events, D.A. Baker Construction, iWorks of Cartersville, Latitude Blue, All Weather Heating and Air, Johnny's New York Style Pizza, Schottenkirk Honda, First Class Collision Center, Hydro Pro Wash, Oak Valley Designs, and Three-Way Campers. Next week, we'll continue to visit uh, with Coach Connor Foster as long as they continue in the state playoffs. Plus, we'll begin visiting with our local high school basketball coaches as their seasons get into full swing. A reminder that we have high school football tonight here on WBHF. Pre-game coverage begins at 6 o'clock with the countdown to kickoff from Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue. And then we'll have the uh, kickoff around 7.30 a little later on this evening. Brad Stevens has joined us now. Brad, we talked about everybody's uh, Thanksgivings uh, earlier on the show before you jumped in here. How was Thanksgiving at the Stevens household? Good. Um, definitely piled it on. Ate way too much, uh, as you always do. You go into that coma uh, after that, which I did. Uh, I missed the ending of the Ole Miss-Mississippi State game, which is apparently pretty good. Um, and uh, some people threw things on the field. I've, I've read about that now. So, yeah, but it, uh, all together, a very successful Thanksgiving. And we, uh, you know, lots of food was consumed, uh, which I wish I could do every day. But, you know, you and I both know once you get a certain age, you can't eat like that every day. So, absolutely. That's it. you know, every time I would uh, look at uh, all that food that was so tasty yesterday, I'd want to go back and get another helping. And it's like, if I do that, I'm going to be absolutely miserable a little later on this afternoon. So I uh, tried to stay away from that. Let's talk about uh, a basketball update now of our local high school basketball programs. Excel Christian, let's start with them. They've got a girls program for the first time in several years. They're uh, off and started, Coach Katie Deans and the Excel Christian Lady Eagles. They're at 0-3 on the season. Uh, they host Rockmart next Thursday in their next game. And the Excel Christian boys started out really hot, started out 3-0 and before dropping a pair of games earlier this week at, at the Gordon Central Ray Tucker Invitational. Excel lost to Wesleyan and Oconee County earlier this week. Uh, they've got three games next week, Monday at Oakwood Christian, Tuesday at Calhoun, and Thursday at home with Rockmart. And uh, one of the things that uh, we will point out, uh, Brad, is that Excel has now left GHSA. They've now switched over. They're part of the GAPS organization, G-A-P-P-S. Yeah, and I mean, I think that's going to help them out a lot. I mean, they're playing schools that are very similar to enrollment to them, similar situations. But, you know, I know, you know, Coach Archer and those folks over there have got a lot of talent. And I feel like, you know, that's a, a, a league that they can certainly dominate and, and be you know in control of based on the talent level they have and his experience at all different levels of basketball. You know, really exciting for them 
uh, to step up and do something. Um, you know, I know they've had a lot of success in the past uh, with basketball, especially on the boys' side, so I'm interested to see how it goes. Yeah, that's the Georgia Association of Parochial and Private Schools. That's G-A-P-P-S. The Adairsville girls under Coach Melissa Winters, uh, the Lady Tigers have started 2-1 and one on the year with wins over Armurchie and North Murray. They lost Tuesday night to Sonoraville in a really close game. And the Adairsville boys under Alex Dispro, uh, the Tigers lost to Wesleyan and Oconee County, played the same two teams as Excel earlier this week in that Ray Tucker Invitational at Gordon Central in Calhoun. So the Adairsville teams, they will play next week at Woodland on Tuesday and at home against Gordon Lee on Friday. Looking forward to uh, keeping up with the Adairsville Tigers this go-around, Brad. You know, Adairsville, you know, last year, the boys especially shocked the world, you know, kind of you know, won some big games there in the end, peaked at the right time. Um, you know, they've, they've lost, uh, you know, they've lost TJ Prentup. So, uh, you know, that's a big, a big hole they have to fill right there. And I know they got some football players back. So, you know, a lot of these teams have that issue. You know, the football team is coming back. Football shape and basketball shape are two completely different things. Uh, so once they get their feet wet, you know, things could change for them. I mean, I'm, I'm excited for both uh, Tiger squads uh, this year. You know, hopefully the girls will be able to turn it around a little bit and pick it up and maybe make, make the playoffs. Yeah, they started well last year, kind of stumbled down the stretch. Uh, but we'll keep an eye on the Adairsville Tigers. Cartersville, Coach Charisma Boykins, Lady Canes defeated South Paulding last Saturday in their only games so far. The Cartersville boys, uh, with the football playoffs continuing, haven't played yet. They will play at East Paulding on Tuesday, at home against Harrison on Friday, and at home Saturday against Cedartown. And I would suspect all of those uh, weekend games are pending tonight's football results. The Woodland girls under Coach Kyle Morgan have started one and three. Uh, with a win at Dalton's Christian Heritage. They have losses to East Paulding, Coosa, and Pepperell. Uh, the boys are at one and three. They won a buzzer beater in overtime over uh, Coosa. Uh, they play uh, Daresville on Tuesday night. And then finally, the Cass girls, Coach Burt Jackson's Lady Colonels are three and oh. A couple of blowout wins over Lithonia and a 51 47 win last Monday over Paulding County. The Cass boys under new head coach Kevin Cunningham are 0-4 so far on the year with the losses to Creekview, Midtown, Roswell, and McIntosh. So uh, they've played a pretty interesting schedule. They actually host Arabia Mountain out of Lithonia tomorrow afternoon at uh, Cass High School. So uh, we've got about 30 seconds. Brad, what are you looking forward to with high school basketball? Well, I, you know, basketball, if I had to ask, say what my favorite sport is, basketball is easily my favorite. Um, I love high school basketball. You know, we've had a lot of competitive basketball around here for a long time, and I hope this year's the same. I know Cass girls lost a lot off of last year's team. Uh, we got a smaller line up this year, so, you know, we'll see how that turns out. Cass boys wait for the football players to kind of get back in shape. So, you know, it remains to be seen. The region schedule's coming up. Time out on Bartow Sports on, and we'll come back. We'll chat with you some more, so please stick around.
Elite Stone Supply can meet all your needs for outdoor supplies and power equipment, but did you know we repair and service small engines? From string trimmers to lawnmowers, Elite has the experience, tools, and service to keep your equipment running. Elite Stone Supply with Husqvarna mowers, High Sun ATVs, Premier Buildings, and Superior Trailers. We have it all at Nine Baker Road and Joe Frank Harris Parkway just north of Cartersville across from Racetrack. Online at EliteStoneSupply.net. Good morning, friends. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. Charles Wilson, Brad Stevens, and Jackson Hyde on our Zoom connection from all around the state, actually, this morning. And Alan Sanders back in the WBHF studios. Uh, We'll turn our attention now to the Atlanta Hawks and an NBA update. The Hawks are actually 11-7 and on the year, I believe, and trail the Celtics by three games in the Eastern Conference. Uh, They will play at the Rockets tonight. Uh, The Celtics and Bucks are atop the East Conference. Uh, Ten teams in the West, all within two games of the conference lead. So, Brad, uh, take it away. Tell us uh, what you've seen out of your Atlanta Hawks so far this season. Well, I'm just really pumped about it. I mean, the addition of Murray, you know, has has changed things uh, for us. I mean, we've got a lot of speed out there. Got a lot of confidence, too. He does not lack for that. Uh, He's the second-leading scorer on the team. Um, you know, he's led the team in scoring in a couple of games. You know, it, he's, he's good on defense. He's aggressive. Glad to have him out there. Clint Capella is averaging a double-double right now. Um, so, you know, I'm really excited about that. You know, 11 points, 11 boards a game. But that's something we've got to have. We've got to have a rim protector. I feel like he's doing a good job. Uh, you know, had a really good comeback win over the Raptors a few nights ago. Uh, and then turn around and lose to Cleveland, you know, two days later by about 12. You know, Cleveland's one of those teams that has come up. You know, they've gotten some you – know, that's another team you got to worry about in the East. But the class of the East right now is the Celtics and the Bucks until, you know, until we can knock them off. Um, you know, and we're going to see them in the playoffs for sure. So, hopefully we peak at the right time. You know, we've got to keep John Collins healthy. Okongu's got to come off the bench, continue to do what he does. Been really excited about having him uh, in Atlanta, uh, you know, and just uh, you know, play our game. I love Coach McMillan. Love what he does. I'm like – I love that former player vibe. He, he connects with the guys real well. Uh, it's a fun team to watch. You should everybody if you can get tickets, you should go see them. But you know, this is early on in the game right now. After the All Star break, everything changes in the NBA. But uh, you know, enjoy this time right now. You're going to see guys going all out, trying to jockey for position. And uh, you know, I think the Hawks are going to be in it until the end this year. Brad, you mentioned a little bit about depth. We know that the Hawks have the starting lineup to compete in the Eastern Conference of the NBA, but what about what's coming off the bench? Are they going to be deep enough to get them through? You you know you're going to have injuries. You know you're going to have problems at various stretches during the season. Is that formula there? Well, you know, that, that's, that's that been the Hawks' problem you know, over the years, uh, you know, as far as like, you know, just, you know, it's like it's almost like you know a double A school playing a seven A school you know in football. I mean after, you know, after a while the depth wears you out and you know that's what happens with the Bucks and the Celtics right now. They've they've, they've created these rosters that you know there's not a lot of drop off. And I mean I feel like you know Okongwu has been a really good off the bench for us. You know the holidays are, are a new addition. You know they're getting a lot of minutes a game. Uh, you know they're scoring five and six points. Uh, you know we just added Frank Kaminsky uh, in the off season as well. You know he's he's not doing a lot right. He's a big guy one of those rim protector kind of guys, but he's not scoring a lot. Um, you know, we're really going to have to step it up, uh, you know, with the depth to, 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 to survive the playoffs. 
Because yes, you're going to beat the Knicks in the first round, but you know when you fit, you find the Bucks and the Celtics, as we discussed earlier, you know, you know they're 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 still going strong in the fourth quarter. Whereas you know we've got guys, you know, there's a huge drop off. But we've done a whole lot better with that. You know, we just got, we need like one more guy. I feel like to make a big run uh, that comes off the bench. We need another uh, Jamal Crawford like we used to have. You know, a scorer that can give, give you 12, 15 a game off the bench. So the Atlanta Hawks at eleven and seven right now uh, in the early days of the 22-23 NBA schedule. There's another professional Atlanta team that's really hanging in there, Jackson. The Atlanta Falcons, 11 games into the season. Who would have thought that this Atlanta roster would be 5-6 and six and only a half game out of first place in the NFC South and in the middle of playoff contention with just six weeks remaining in the regular season? Uh, yep, definitely a team that's uh, exceeded expectations. Uh, we talked uh, before we came back on the air there, all three of us was kind of had the impression this might be a <clears throat> a bottom-dweller type of team with a high first-round draft pick, but they are uh, they play really good at home. They're 4-1 and one at home. Um, uh, the coaching staff that's in there now, I'm, I've been super impressed with. He's kind of uh, dealing with maybe some some holes in that roster, and he's just playing to, to – with, with what he's got, and he's putting them in the right positions to win ball games. Really haven't been out of a ball game all year. Uh, got a really favorable schedule. They got a pretty tough game with Baltimore, and of course Tampa Bay comes into Atlanta. Short of that, uh, should be favored or pretty even matchups on on the rest of those ball games. So it's going to be interesting to see. Uh, obviously, I think you're going to have to win that division to get in the playoffs. It's a it's a. <clears throat> Tampa Bay, I think, is six and five right now, maybe with the lead in that division. So I don't, I don't know that you're going to get a wild card, but uh, they've got a real good shot to win the, win that division and, and make a make a playoff run. You never know. Alan, I know uh, you have been a huge Falcons supporter in the past. Kind of turned uh, turned away from them in recent uh, years, but have you been able to follow the Falcons any? This, what this I've been season. doing is kind of paying attention to the score and a lot of the chatter, much like what you guys are talking about, is just the surprise of the Falcons being able to be not just competitive in every game, but I had Josh Brock in studios yesterday, and he was saying every game's fun. It's exciting. These guys are playing all out. They're hitting. They're, you don't get the sense of a, of a lazy team or a team that's kind of phoning it in. They're actually in every game. And, you know, this next season, you got a bunch of that salary cap clears that they had to be dealing with right now. So, yeah, you're playing with house money. You weren't supposed to get more than maybe two wins. What Brad said is you could easily have seen him go 0-16. I, I read something on ESPN at the prior to the start of the season that they expected to only go 1-15. So, I mean, right now, they're beating everybody's expectations. Yeah, it's been a, it's been a good year so far for the Falcons. Of course, it could all fall flat here down the stretch, but uh, – uh, they are right in the middle of it. Let's talk about something else we're right in the midst of, and that's World Cup soccer. The U.S. men are in Group B, which includes England, Wales, and Iran. U.S. began pool play on Monday with a 1-1 draw with Wales. Uh, that may turn costly. Uh, only the top two teams from each pool advance to the knockout bracket. U.S. had a one to nothing lead Monday and gave up a penalty kick late to end in that tie, they take on England today, Brad. That's going to be tough. And, you know, England winning 6-2 to two in their first match, that's going to be tough in that point differential uh, spot. And then you saw Iran. This is how, you know, the parity here. Iran shuts out Wales 2-0 uh, already today. So, um, you know, that, that pool is going to get real interesting. But that game with England, I, I don't know how many millions of people across the world are going to watch that. It may be the most watched sporting event 
uh, in the world ever. But uh, I hope we can pull it off. I don't know. England looks really tough right now. Uh, I love the World Cup. It's, uh, you know, four years. Every four years, it's like the Super Bowl, World Series, Final Four, all wrapped into one. Absolutely love the pageantry behind it. Hope the U.S. team uh, can come out. But I just like to watch, you know, the, the interaction between the different countries and, and see how this works out. But, uh, you know, England, really tough draw for, for the U.S. Uh, but we come out with a win, feeling pretty good about it. We'll have high school football coverage for you later on this evening. The Cartersville Purple Hurricanes will take on the Coffee Trojans. It's the Class 5A state quarterfinals from Weinman Stadium. We'll have pregame coverage for you beginning at 6 p.m. live from Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue. And then kickoff will be at 7.30 tonight. The Canes and the Trojans right here on WBHF. Let's take a break for some news, and we'll be back to talk some college football. To win in sports, you need to adjust your strategy as the game changes. The same is true of investments. Derek Strange, your Cartersville Edward Jones financial advisor, can help you create a game plan for your financial goals. He'll help you look at the big picture and help you plan for your future. Call Derek at 770-386-4545 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today. Edward Jones, member SIPC. Good morning, everyone. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone on this Black Friday. If you're out doing some shopping and got us tuned in in between uh, stops by stores, uh, we're talking a little, getting ready to talk a little college football, but we're going to backtrack just a little bit, get Brad Stevens back in here to talk about tonight's Class 5A quarterfinals. We've got Cartersville hosting Coffee County and the Trojans tonight, where Cartersville's an eight-point favorite, Brad. A uh, big night here in Cartersville for the Purple Hurricanes. Yeah, and I mean, for what Cartersville's facing is another physical run run game just with coffee, and I don't think Cartersville's going to change anything from what they've been doing. I don't know why they would. Have a great offensive line, as we've talked about all year. Uh, Malachi Jeffries uh, has had a fantastic year. He got his first D1 offer uh, here recently from, I think it was U- University of Tennessee, Chattanooga. Uh, so that's got to be exciting for him. Of course, Christian Lando's back there as well. Paul Gamble, mobile quarterback physical offensive line. I don't think anything would change. I think Carswell should be favoring this game. They're at home. Uh, I believe they will take it on home and and win. And, you know, looking in that next round, two really tough teams uh, vying for that other spot on the other side for them. Yeah, Creekside and Warner Robins. Creekside actually a 13-point favorite tonight at home against Warner Robins. Creekside's a one-seed. Warner Robins is a two-seed. If Warner Robins were to pull it off and Cartersville, were to win tonight, Carswell would get another home game, Brad. Yeah, and then they get to face the Demons again. Um, you know, they've already, you know, they know what they got in Creekside, but Creekside has is peaking right now. Uh, they they absolutely slaughtered Dalton last week, uh, sixty-one and nothing. Held Tyson Greenway to less than hundred yards. I mean, really didn't. Yeah, no, there's not a factor in the game. Obviously, Creekside extremely athletic on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, you know, it's a it's a buzzsaw right now up there, and I feel like they are going to knock off Warner Robbins. Warner Robbins. Once again, hasn't had a bad year, just not a great year by their standards. Lost a few games that they probably should have won. Um, you know, they lost a lot of guys off of that team from the year before. Uh, so, you never count them out. They're always in it. But I feel like Creekside and Carswell will be meeting in the next round. Calhoun's a 21-point underdog tonight down at Ware County. That's a long trip for the Yellow Jackets. And the other game on that other side 
is Dutchtown against Mays, hosting Mays, where Dutchtown is a 10-point favorite, Brad. Yeah, I mean, we saw Mays, uh, extremely athletic, uh, fast team, uh, you know, really aggressive on defense. Got two defensive ends that are about 6'3", 275, which you don't see a lot in high school football. But, you know, Dutchtown lost one game all year long. They've beaten a lot of really tough teams. They play in a tough region. Um, I feel like Dutchtown will end up be- beating Mays. And then, of course, Calhoun, I think that's the longest travel that anybody has to do in the whole state uh, from Calhoun to Ware County. Ware County hasn't lost a game all year. Calhoun, uh, you know, they have, you know, Amari Winston and Cade Williams. And, you know, they, they, they've they got a good team. I feel like, though, that Ware's going to come out on top this year. But, you know, Ware's always in the mix, and they've always found a way to lose a big game. I don't think they'll lose this one. They're going to get some revenge from last year because Calhoun went down there and beat them. Uh, so they're looking to move on, and they'll have they'll play Dutchtown in the next round. Calhoun's always dangerous. They always seem to find a way to to win those kinds of games, Brad. They do. Um, you know, once again, I hate to, I hate this old cliche, but these are this is a very disciplined football team, very well coached football team. Not they also have talent, um, and you know that's why Calhoun continues to win. Coach Hal Lamb built that up there years ago, and it's still going strong. Uh, but I feel like Ware's just going to have too much talent. You know, they got too much more speed than Calhoun does, and I feel like that'll be the difference. Let's turn our attention now to college football games this weekend. Of course, last night, Mississippi State pulls off the uh, two-point win at Ole Miss and what was a strange game down the stretch. Uh, Later today, you've got uh, a handful of games out there to watch. Baylor's a nine-point underdog at Texas. Arizona State is a three-point underdog at Arizona. Arkansas is a five-point favorite at home against Missouri. NC State is a seven-point underdog at North Carolina. UCLA is favored by nine at Cal. Tonight, Florida is an eight-point underdog at Florida State. But really, the only meaningful game on the schedule today uh, involving conference titles or at least division titles, Jackson, is that Iowa-Nebraska game at 4 o'clock. Yeah, it's uh, Iowa can win and clinch the Big Ten West with a victory over Nebraska today, a game that they're favored in, double-digit favorite. So uh, you would expect them to pull that one out. Uh, but uh, kind of disheartening that uh, the Big Ten West champion is going to have three losses in conference and four losses overall. But that uh, just goes to show you how strong, I guess, the Big Ten East is versus that, that West bunch. But uh Yep, I guess that's the like you said the only meaningful game uh, going on today. All the rest of those are rivalry games, uh, and we'll you know they'll be interesting to watch. It's kind of like uh, when we start talking about bowl season. Brad never does like all the extra bowl games. I still think they're interesting to watch and pay attention to it. Uh, the game uh, is tomorrow, though, Brad. Ohio State is a touchdown favorite at home against Michigan. A couple of teams currently in the top four in the college football playoff rankings and uh, the big game for the Eastern Division of the Big Ten. Yeah, I mean, I feel like that's an obvious choice right there, being at home for Ohio State. But, you know, Michigan's had another good year. Um, You know, they've done a fantastic job. You know, Coach uh, Harbaugh, they rebounded from that big loss in the in the playoff last year uh you know kind of just you know shook it off lost Aiden Hutchinson and several other guys but you know they, they're playing at a high level but you know Ohio State is too CJ Stroud Heisman candidate real tough defense um out there I feel like they're going to come out on top and play West Jackson said a three loss Iowa team um in the conference championship and they'll be able to walk in but you know a one loss Michigan team that's the question are they going to be out on the outside looking in on the playoff 
I don't know if it's a really close game within a touchdown. Do you kick them out? I don't know. Jackson, what do you, how do you see Ohio State and Michigan playing out tomorrow? <clears throat> I think Ohio State's uh, just going to be a little little deeper at home, a little more comfortable there. It'll be a hostile crowd, obviously, up there in, in Columbus. Um, I think Ohio State's probably the better football team on a neutral field. That might be a, a, a little closer game. I think Ohio State might win by uh, – will definitely cover the spread, might win by two, three touchdowns. That's that's my, my gut feeling on that one. Yeah, it's always interesting. Uh, the game, Ohio State taking on Michigan this afternoon, that will be uh, to decide the Eastern Division title in the Big Ten and in all likelihood – the winner will take on Iowa for the Big Ten Championship. We've got football for you tonight here on WBHF. It is our high school playoff game in the Class 5A quarterfinals as the Cartersville Purple Hurricanes will take on the Coffee Trojans. We'll have pregame coverage for you beginning at 6 p.m. live from Scott's Walk-Up Barbecue. You can go over there and join all the gang for their pregame coverage and maybe uh, even share an opinion or two. And then we'll have kickoff for you tonight at 7.30 from Weinman Stadium. Let's take another timeout on Bartow Sports Zone, and we'll be back to talk a little more college football. Don't let heating or cooling needs create unwanted stress in your home or business. Allow the licensed pros at All Weather Heating and Air to get your system updated or repaired. With refreshingly affordable prices, let All Weather provide an honest, consultative quote for your system today. Call 770-315-5909, visit All Weather at 333 North Tennessee Street in Cartersville, or learn more at allweatherheatingandair.com. Storms come along in life. But when your home or business has an all-star roof and gutters, you have an all-star defense. For free same-day inspections and estimates, call 678-245-9658 or 770-655-0911. Find All-Star Roofing online at allstarroofs.com or find All-Star Roofing and Restoration on Facebook. The new leaders for roofing and gutters, All-Star Roofing. Welcome back to Bartow Sports Zone. We talked a little bit about the game, Ohio State, a touchdown favorite at home tomorrow against Michigan. Let's look at some of the other games tomorrow involving the top teams out there and games with playoff implications. Of course, Georgia is favored by 36 points at home, taking on Georgia Tech. And I'm going to turn to Jackson right away. Jackson, I don't care who you're playing. 36 is a lot of points. Yeah, it's about what I expected, uh, but you know, everybody knows I'm a I'm a Georgia Tech guy. Um, not a hundred percent sold on Brent Key yet. He's done some things. The kids have played hard for him. Um, I think the goal for Tech would be to cover the spread. <laughs> Maybe you you pick up a couple of booster points if you can uh, for Coach Key if he can cover that thirty six tomorrow. It's going to be tough. Uh, big game for Kirby. He loves to to get. You know, run it up. It's a big recruiting thing, or it used to be. Not quite as much uh, this day and time, but uh, I'd like for us to be competitive and see if we can, uh, you know, make those guys in red a little nervous for a quarter or two. <laughs> Brad, what do you <laughs> see out of that? Hope. What do you see out of that Georgia Georgia Tech game, Brad? Well, this year betting on that spread for us has been tough. Kirby, I don't think he 
cares about style points. Um, you know, just wants to win the ball game. I mean, Tech obviously big upset last week over North Carolina. I've got a lot of confidence uh, there. I mean, you know, hell, Drake May in check, who is you know just racking up yards and points all year long. But uh, you know, I feel like we should cover it based on the you know how things have gone this year. But uh, you know, I, I'm not going to count on that right now. I honestly, I would pick against it. I, I would pick that we cover. But uh, I don't care. We can win 27 to 26 as long as we move on undefeated to the SEC championship. But you know, Tech's going to come in pretty inspired. Uh, love to knock us off, so we got to play our best game. Does a win over Tech lock up a college football playoff position? I mean, yeah, I, think, you, I feel like it would. Um, you know, I feel I, I, you go in there and you play LSU, and you obviously, if you win, you're in. If you lose, you know, if you lost to Tech and then you lose to LSU in the SEC championship, yeah, I think you're on the outside looking in. So, yes, you have to take this game very seriously. This is, this could mean a lot because. You know, LSU is not a guaranteed victory at all. Uh, you've seen them play. They're peaking, once again, at the right time. Got a good quarterback. You know, Brian Kelly, for all his craziness, seems to know what he's doing down there. They got one of the best linebackers in the country in Harold Perkins. Uh, you know, they've got a lot of confidence down there as well. They beat Alabama. I mean, so they nothing is given. I know a lot of people want to hand this trophy to Georgia right now. I'm not doing that at all. Jackson, I know you're an ACC guy. Clemson is favored by 16 points at home tonight or today again or Saturday against South Carolina. That seems like a lot of points as well. Yeah, it does. Uh, Clemson coming off, or excuse me, South Carolina coming off the the, the shocker last week over Tennessee. Uh, Spencer Radler is alive and well. Evidently, it's the first time we've seen him really perform it. It it would at his ex what he's been expected to perform at it. Uh, in, a, in a ball game, but uh, big game for Clemson as well. You know, if they're they're a one loss team, if they can if they can get that the win over South Carolina, then win the ACC championship, which they'll be the favorite regardless of who they play. Um, yeah, gives them a shot to get in that Final Four if you get a blowout out of that Michigan Ohio State game, uh, and I hope probably you need a blowout maybe over that Georgia LSU game as well. I don't know LSU plays tight if that that four spots wide open. It's going to be interesting. To see how that falls. Speaking of that four spot, you got TCU, who's an eleven-point favorite at home against Iowa State tomorrow, and then tomorrow night USC is a four-point favorite at home against Notre Dame. That's a couple of teams, Jackson, that are vying for that number four spot. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, I feel like Georgia's a lock. Uh, I feel like TCU is going to going to be in. I don't I don't see them losing. Uh, and then of course the Ohio State. Michigan winner, um, regardless of what what happened against Iowa, which you know we all know have a pretty good feeling what would happen there. But uh, that fourth spot's going to be interesting. A close game at Ohio State, Michigan could put the loser in there, and then you got the USC and the Clemson. I think would be the other two teams that are have a shot, an outside shot at that fourth spot. Brad, last question of the morning: the college football playoffs are planning to expand to 12 teams in the future. You've got enough chaos for the three and four spots as it stands right now with the current four-team playoff. What's that going to be like when we go to 12 teams coming into these final two weeks of the college football season? I know your stance is more football and, and all that, but I just am not a believer in that. I feel like this four-team situation has worked out just fine as it is, and the 12 teams just going to be more TV money. Um, I mean, you've seen the difference in, you know, but the difference between one and 10, I think is pretty drastic right now. There's not a ton of parity in it. And I think you're going to have a lot of games that aren't going to be very good. 
and they're going to call them playoff games. They're really not going to mean a lot. And it's going to be the same four people or five people in it every year at the end until, you know, the NIL catches up with everybody or something changes in recruiting. It's going to be the same people every time. In the year. Well, that'll put a wrap on this week's Barto Sports Zone edition, a Black Friday edition of BSC. We thank you for tuning in and listening this morning. We'll remind you we have high school football coming up for you later on this evening. The Cartersville Purple Hurricanes in the quarterfinal round of the Class 5A state playoffs. They'll take on the Coffee Trojans, and we'll have all of it for you beginning with pregame coverage at 6 p.m. and kickoff tonight at 7.30. Have a great weekend, everybody.